March in 2020, when things started changing in our world, since then I have at times alluded to COVID and the vaccine and given certain statements at point, but never really focused entirely on it. I don't think I can avoid this any longer. We're getting so many letters um, on both sides of the fence, and I played a voicemail, luckily it was left on voicemail, of somebody who said that I told their mom not to take the vaccine, which I didn't do. And they said that if their mom dies of COVID, they are coming here to hunt me down. And I actually contacted the police. Luckily, it was left on a voicemail so that um, the police got involved. And I pray, I imagine that she did not die of COVID because I'm still here. But the truth needs to still be said. Now, I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not a doctor of the body, and I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. Every situation is different. But I am a priest. I am a doctor of the soul. And as a priest, I have a job and an obligation to give the teaching of the church. What I'm about to tell you, I have poured through dozens and dozens and dozens of documents of church teachings, bishops' writings, Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, bishops. And I've put together what I believe is the best way that I can summarize for you the vaccine and the situation we are facing. I'll start with the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. I feel that I am very um, able to clearly give you what the church has stated without this causing problems. The Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith has stated in their document, the note on the morality of using some anti-COVID-19 vaccines. In paragraph five, and I quote from this document, at the same time, practical reason makes evident that vaccination is not, as a rule, a moral obligation, and therefore it must be voluntary. Now, that is a direct statement from the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. Now, so if neither I nor the church, though, is telling you what to do, because, again, I'm not a doctor. Every case is different. What should you do? We're getting hundreds of these letters, and I just cannot continue to not address this, I feel, more deeply than I have in the past. You know, Thomas Aquinas states, you are obligated to follow your conscience. This is shocking to me, but he said, even when your conscience is in error, you are obligated to follow your conscience. Now we have an obligation to inform our conscience. And that's what my job is to help you do here today, to inform your conscience of what the church has said. Now, after you inform it, then you follow it. What do I mean? Okay. Some people say, I don't want to take the vaccine because there were abortive cells being used. This is a basis of moral grounds. I do not wish to take it based on moral grounds. Some say, I wish not to take it. I'm afraid because 
It hasn't been fully tested. It's an experimental biological agent, and therefore not really a true vaccine. You know, some studies show that there are concerns with the vaccine. There's been ovary damage. There's been reduced sperm count. So I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid to take it. This is medical grounds. Some protest it because they say the government shouldn't make my personal health care decisions. This is a basis of freedom, religious freedom. The church has taught that all three of those are valid grounds. They are valid grounds. But these people are afraid. They say, but I'm being told I have to take it. No, the church says morally you do not have to take it. So there is not a church moral obligation that you are forced to take this vaccine. And I'm getting letters from people who are being pushed and threatened to take it. And they're asking me, Father, am I morally obligated to take it? So my point of giving you these words this morning are to inform you of the truth. You do not have a moral obligation that you have to take it. Now, again, the church has said, because this is not, the church has said this, that it's experimental. It's not a vaccine. It's experimental. It's not been fully tested like something like polio or a vaccine like that. Now, on the contrary, others will say, I want to take it for the safety of my family. I, I, I can't visit my grandchildren in good conscience. I, I feel I'm going to put them in, in jeopardy and I could never live with myself. Well, you are not morally obligated not to take it. You see, if you feel in your heart this way, Thomas Aquinas says you follow your conscience. But I'm told I shouldn't take it. No, the church says in those cases, if that's your conscience and you feel strongly that you are putting your children at risk, then yes, you are not to be told you morally cannot take it. Now, there are some other variables here, though, before we make that statement. Morally, you can take it if your conscience is clean regarding these other variables, but I think that's where I want to inform these consciences that there are some pretty strong other moral variables. Basically, the church has said you are not sinning. This is the question I wanted to answer. I got a letter yesterday that says, Father, am I sinning? If I take it or if I don't take it, which one am I sinning? Well, the teaching of the church, because the church has stated it is not a moral obligation, you are not sinning by not taking it. But at the same time, the church has never said it is a moral obligation to take it. So you're not sinning either way. But I would like to point out some factors to consider. Let's start with the Catholic Medical Association the largest organization of Catholic physicians and healthcare professionals in the U.S. They stated, quote, the Catholic Medical Association opposes mandatory COVID vaccinations as a condition of employment without conscience or religious exemptions. It went on to say, quote, as calls increase for universal vaccination as a condition of employment 
a lack of accommodation will result in an individual's ability to work in their chosen vocation while exacerbating existing hesitancy and distrust regarding vaccines. So the American Catholic Medical Association is saying they are opposed to mandatory vaccines. What about the National Catholic Bioethics Center? A respected center stated, quote, if any institution mandates COVID vaccination, the NCBC strongly urges robust, transparent, and readily accessible exemptions for medical, religious, and conscience reasons. Totally in line with what I just read a second ago. Then it added, quote, Catholic institutions in particular should respect the decisions of people to decline use of vaccines dependent upon abortion-derived cell lines, end quote. Basically, this National Catholic Bioethics Center provides a template. If you would like to research this, you can go online to their website. They offer you a template letter for exemption requests that you can request an exemption. They offer guidance on ethical issues about the vaccine, and they give you instruction on church teaching. Everything that I'm saying to you today is in line with what is there. But here's the problem. This has caused a lot of confusion. Catholics are being denied religious exemptions because the Holy Father has encouraged vaccinations. Now remember, the Holy Father does not speak infallibly other than ex cathedra from the chair regarding issues of faith and morals. He has not spoken ex cathedra regarding the vaccine. This is very important. The problem is that Catholics are contacting me all over the world that they're being denied religious exemptions because we, as Catholics, cannot make a religious exemption because the Vatican has stated we should get vaccinated. This has caused a huge problem of confusion. So I've dug and dug and dug and figured out the best way to do this and to handle this, I believe, is this. While it seems we Catholics cannot make a religious exemption because our own faith, our own Vatican has said to take the vaccine or encourage, I shouldn't say the mandate it, not mandate it. They've never mandated it. There's something to consider here. So in other words, if you go to your employer and said, I want a religious exemption, they say, based on what religion you say Catholic, they say, you can't get it because the Vatican has stated you should take the vaccine. So you can't claim a Catholic religious exemption from taking the vaccine when your own Vatican says, hey, it's a good idea. But there's more here. We are allowed to make a conscientious objection based on our moral beliefs regardless of your religion. If your conscience says it is wrong for me to partake in something that involves abortive cell lines, you can make a conscientious objection based on your moral beliefs. You can also make a medical exemption. 
There's a lot of tests that show that the spike protein in the vaccine increases blood clots and inflamed, causes inflamed hearts. These are two things that I almost died from. In 2018, I was flying tens of thousands of miles a year and I developed blood clots in my legs. They went up into my heart and caused uh, my lungs and caused pulmonary embolisms. I was this close to death. The doctor said if the blood clots would have been even half an inch spaced over to the center from where they were, I would have died. So if the spike protein in the vaccine causes an increased potential of blood clots, my risk of death has considerably gone up. Likewise, in 2019, I almost died of heart condition. I have um, a very serious heart condition. I had 99% blockage in the LAD, the main artery of my heart. And the evidence says that this could be problematic with the vaccine. In fact, the American Heart Association has issued an official statement that the vaccine does increase the risk of heart disease. The problem is they were canceled. It was removed from Twitter. Now, if I take that and I have a heart condition, I'm putting myself at risk. So we have such a thing as medical exemption. However, the problem is my cardiologist wouldn't give me one. So we have to, and praise God, I did get one from my primary care. But this is very difficult for people to have to deal with, but there are medical exemptions. Now, here's the thing. Like myself, these type of exemptions, this disease, I have to ask, you know, that a lot of people ask the question about the disease. It has a 99 over, actually, a greater than 99% survival rate for people under 70 years old. So would I want to risk taking a vaccine where my death potential goes up to 50%? Whereas not taking the vaccine, if I get COVID, I'm less than 0.03%. We should at least be allowed to ask these questions. We should be allowed, this has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with our very survival. If we are not allowed to ask questions about side effects, we could place ourselves in danger. 11 doctors just filed a lawsuit regarding the number of deaths that seem to be linked to the vaccine. So I'm not, again, taking a position here of telling you you need to do this or you shouldn't do or you can't do that. You have to make this moral judgment for yourself. I can tell you what the church says. And these doctors that filed the lawsuit are claiming many deaths have been linked now, the biotechnology that's being used in these vaccines, this is a fact. This is not an opinion. The biotechnology being used in these vaccines in the United States has never been used before in a vaccination. That should allow us, that very fact alone, to at least question, at least question the impact of side effects. If the biotechnology that's used in these vaccines in the U.S. has never been used before, we need to be able to be allowed to ask the questions. We do not have any data about the long-term effects. We don't have any. So to be allowed to use the question, you know, should somebody like myself who 
who may die from a vaccine not be allowed to go get groceries or to fly home when my mom dies? This is, this is, this is a moral question. I'm not going to be able to go home if my mom dies because if I don't get vaccinated thinking I might die, where does that leave us? Where does that leave us? I can't buy groceries or I can't go see my dying mom. Now, that hasn't happened yet. But if we don't raise these questions, it'll be too late. You know, we were told after 9-11 that everything in the screening and the planes and the TSA would only be temporary. After 9-11, we were told this is just temporary. It's never going to change now. Are we on the eve of that same type of thing again? I guess I, I finish with this. My question, and this is just my own personal, now this is my personal question. I would like to pose the personal question is this. Reading all these documents and praying on this, I, I, my only question is this. If person A is vaccinated and wearing a mask, should he demand that person B be vaccinated? If they really believe that their vaccination and their wearing of masks is effective and that they think that these things work to protect them, does person B really pose a threat to them, whether they've been vaccinated or not, especially if they agree to testing? That's just a question I pose. And so that's the question I ask. I do finish with this because that CDF document that I wrote is interesting because some people point out that no abortive cells were used in the manufacture of these vaccines, just the testing. And a lot of Catholics are bringing this question up. And in fact, it appeared in that CDF document. Digging heavily into this, the CDF document said the church allows the vaccination when no other alternatives are available, even with abortive cells. So a lot of people will point to that document, saying that it's only remote cooperation with evil. But I'd like to make a statement from Bishops Strickland and Anthanasius Snyder, because I think they pose a good question. Bishop Strickland out of Tyler, Texas, and Bishop Anthanasius Snyder said this about that statement. They said, abortion is so heinous that even remote cooperation can never be allowed. This puts us in a tough position because the CDF document says, when no other alternative is available, and the fact that it's only remote cooperation with evil abortion it's morally permissible. But Bishops Anthonisius Snyder and Strickland are saying abortion is so heinous that even remote cooperation with evil is not possible. So I ask the question, what do you do here as a Catholic? Well, we got to pray because of this. Remember I said in that statement of the CDF, quote, if no other alternatives are available. Guess what? There are alternatives available. 
There are some vaccines now in process that don't use abortive cells. Let's pray for that. Let's pray for the development that those will be allowed, not canceled, that those will be brought forth with proper testing, not serious side effects, not the use of abortive cells, and most of all, <clears throat> to protect the individual. <clears throat> so, again, I'm not a doctor of the body. Every individual case is different. For the person who said that I told his mom to take, not take the vaccine and he was coming to get me if she dies of COVID, I never said that. You may take what I am saying here to heart, but don't take it as a directive from me. Take it, please, as an enlightening of your conscience of what the church is teaching on this matter. And even when there's confusion in that, go back to what Thomas Aquinas said. Follow your conscience. God bless you. And we're all praying for an end to this situation. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.